Oh, I'm your host, Michael, and welcome to the Gaming News Podcast. Just remember, things I say might not always be right. Things change all the time, even as I make these episodes. Today's special guest is Casper. Tell us, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself, Derek Casper. Uh, hi, I'm Casper. Um, I'm an artist. I do art things, mostly, you know, digital art, and uh, yeah. Artsy, craftsy stuffies? Artsy, crafty stuffies. Yes, nice stuffies. Today's top news gaming story, Activision has come out with a statement that Warzone will finally be getting an anti-cheat. Finally. Uh, here's an excerpt from the Call of Duty website. <clears throat> we are proud to introduce Ricochet Anti-Cheat, a robust anti-cheat system supported by a team of dedicated professionals focused on fighting unfair play. The Ricochet Anti-Cheat Initiative is a multi-faced approach faceted approach to combat cheating, featuring new server-side tools which monitor analytics to identify cheating, enhanced investigation processes to stamp out cheaters, updates to strengthen account security, and more. Ricochet Anti-Cheat's uh, back-end anti-cheat security features will launch alongside Call of Duty Vanguard later this year, with the specific, with the Pacific update coming to Call of Duty Warzone. It's finally coming, people. The Call of Duty player base could never be happier. And I'm not sure... Now, I'm not sure it'll bring back some players who have left, but it's going to be a big help for those who are still here, especially for all you Warzone fans out there. I'm talking to you guys. I'm not talking to you rose skins out there. I hate you guys. Uh, Activision has said that once all the anti-cheat comes out, all players will be required to download the new kernel-level driver to even be able to open Call of Duty. Here's a ex another excerpt from the web webpage explaining the driver. <clears throat> Kernel-level drivers are given a high level of access to monitor and manage software and applications on a PC, such as your PC's graphics card driver. The driver element of the Ricochet anti-cheat system will check the software and applications that attempt to interact and manipulate Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, providing the overall security team more data to bolster security. Once the kernel-level driver is deployed, it will be required to play Warzone. So, as you can see, this will be a big step towards Call of Duty getting its brand new anti-cheat. Now, let's hope it works, uh, unlike last time when they said they'll be calling out, and we all know how that went. Now, I will say that the hackers can make for some good content, like those videos of videos of hackers getting hit with a ban hammer mid-game. Now, uh, what do you think of this brand new anti-cheat system? I guess I never realized that cheats and, like, hackers and stuff were as big of a deal as, like, um, you know, like, that I didn't realize that it was, like, as big of a problem, I guess. Like, I knew that there were people who used cheats and stuff, but I never thought that, um, I guess I didn't realize it was, like, an epidemic of cheating. Uh, in the, for the Call of Duty franchise, cheating is, like, one of the worst things that the community hates, especially for Warzone. Do you know what Warzone is? I'm not familiar with it. Uh, you know what Call of Duty is, you know, first-person yeah. shooter and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, a while ago, they came out with Warzone. It's kind of like their version of Fortnite, right? Oh. Except, you know, you don't build, but you collect floor loot and you try and be last person to survive. Mm -hmm. uh, there have been a bunch of cheaters in the game. Uh, YouTubers have been making videos about it. I know this one YouTuber, he's been playing, like, uh, Warzone's gotten so bad he's been playing like Warzone Bingo where he just spectates solos and he tries to get a bingo of, with a list of people trying to do things. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, uh, this new Ricochet is going to be a big help for all those who play Warzone, especially me. I like to play Warzone. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun. I uh, haven't gotten a win yet, sadly. But uh, I'm just 
hoping this will get rid of all those cheaters in the game. Alright. You think you'd ever might play Warzone? Yeah, I think I'd play. Yeah, it's pretty fun. They got a bunch of nice skins out. Uh, I think their Halloween update had mm. come out a while ago. It was like this new game mode where you like, if you die, you become a ghost and you can like attack other people and you gotta like get an assassination kill on someone to come revive. Okay. And it, it was pretty interesting. Uh, there was this one video where this hacker, he was trying to hack in the new game mode and his hacks weren't working properly because of the ghosts. <laughs> and I, it was the most funniest thing ever, I tell you. For today's popular game, we have the Team Fortress 2. Woo! Team Fortress 2 is a free multiplayer first-person shooter game developed and published by the Valve Corporation. This game can be downloaded off of Steam for free. The main objective, of course, like any FPS game, is to win. Now, I know some of you out there will say, but hey, Michael, why not, why not cover Overwatch instead? They're practically the same thing. Well, isn't one just filled with bots and TF2 worse than Overwatch? Well, I don't care. Shut up, okay? Uh, to that I say. Uh, and plus those who... Uh, plus not... that I'm having a stroke. Plus, that's not who the how those things are picked. We just put a game on a wheel and spin it. Now, back to the game. Uh, this game has several game modes. You have your capture the flag, control point, territorial control, payload, arena, king of the hill, payload race, uh, and some odd ones out there like medieval mode, special delivery, man versus machine, manpower, and pastime. Uh, there is also a competitive mode for all you out there who want to show off your skills. So, there you go. Uh, you have nine separate classes to pick from. You have the scout, who has a shotgun, uh, and some secondaries. Soldier with a rocket launcher. Uh, you have pyro with a flamethrower. You have devil man with his grenade launcher. You have heavy with his minigun. You have the engineer with his shotgun. You have the medic with his medigun. You have the sniper, which I think you can guess who what he does. And you have the spy. So uh, what do you think about these classes? I think that they're actually really interesting. Um, I've never seen a game that, well, I've never seen a game that has this sort of, like, class system. Like, I wouldn't have, I feel like they're more, like, okay, so it's hard for me to explain, but I feel like these classes have more character to them than a lot of games that I've seen. Character. Do you think you could define character? Character as in, like, um, personality. Person yeah, because Team Fortress 2 also has a comic book series, which kind of goes oh. deeper into the lore. Uh, as I was talking with these characters, they have their primary for, like... And they also have these their own special abilities that mm -hmm. contribute to the game. Like uh, Scout, he's super fast and he can double jump. Okay. Uh, Pyro, he's got this flamethrower and he's able to air blast projectiles back at people. Uh, the Spy, he's able to cloak and turn invisible, and he's able to disguise his enemy players, and he can just go behind them and stab and insta-kill. Oh. And I like to play TF2. I'm not, I wouldn't say a competitive player. I'm a casual player, but I do like TF2. Um, and it's very interesting because uh, it is, like you heard me say, it's kind of filled with bots now. Uh, they're working on it. Uh, there's been a bunch of memes around saying, oh, hey, look, Valve stopped working on TF2. And I'm like, please don't stop working on TF2. I like this game. I like to play it. It's fun. Please stop. Uh, anyway, back to, uh, back to what, uh, the normal script. Uh, like I was saying, each 
class has their own special ability. Scout is good for flanking and getting close thanks to his fast speed and double jump ability. Soldier is good for long range, high explosive damage with his uh, rocket launcher and his ability to rocket jump. Uh, Pyro is good, in, good for holding down a spot thanks to his flamethrower and his ability to air blast that lets him reflect rockets and grenades. Uh, the Demo Man is good for clearing a spot thanks to his grenade launcher and his ability to place quote-unquote traps with his sticky grenades that he can detonate whenever he wants. Uh, the Heavy is good for holding a spot or rushing a spot thanks to his massive health pool and minigun. Uh, the Engineer is good for creating sentry nests. He is able to build sentry guns that auto-shoot the enemy, and he can also build teleporters and dispensers that give ammo. The Medic is good for what his name says. He heals teammates and has an uber-charge ability that makes him and the person he's healing invincible for a limited amount of time. Sniper is good for long-range headshot damage, uh, which will insta-kill uh, if fully charged. The spy is able to disguise himself as an enemy to try and, you know, quote-unquote, fool them. Once he's close enough, he can backstab them, which will insta-kill anyone who is not uber. He can also disable all of Engineer's builds. Uh, so, what do you think about these special abilities? I think that they're really cool. Um, I like... I, I, I just feel myself drawn to the medic because I have seen the character design for that one before and um, I like it a lot and I, I think his special ability is probably the coolest. Like the, the uber charge? Yeah, the uber charge. Uh, he also, his primaries, you can swap them out for mm -hmm. like, um, what's it called? Like the, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. Like the quick fix, which I think um, gives you like mini crits or something. I forget. Uh, there's also one called the Vaccinator. Oh. Uh, Karens don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the Vaccinator it has this special ability. Instead of uber charging, it gives resistances to special special things. Like you have bullet resistance, you have explosive, and then you have fire resistance. Mm. So you trade out your uber charge ability for resistances to special certain things. And then his uh, alt ability for the um, Vaccinator is, I, I, I forget the details for it, but it's pretty cool. And then for his secondary, he has this special secondary called the uh, Uber Saw, which if you get kills or, yeah, if you get kills with it, it'll add to your uh, Uber Charge um, meter so that way it recharges faster. Which is pretty, I, I think that's pretty cool. I'm a bit of a medic main myself, mm -hmm. although I also like Heavy. He's pretty cool. You know, with his high health pool and his uh, special special minigun. Um, just also, as a reminder, each of these classes have, like, thousands of, like... There's thousands of guns in this game, and you can equip most of them onto every class. Like, if you can think of a gun, there's probably one for it. Like, give me, give me what you're thinking of a gun, like, right now. Nerf gun. Like a Nerf gun? Yeah. Um... That would be pretty much like the Pretty Boy's Pocket Pistol. It's mm -hmm. like a secondary, and you trade out like damage, I think, for something else. Um, what was the other one? There was one. It's called the Shortstop. Uh, it's basically. Have you seen like one of those guns that have like the four chambers, uh, two by oh, uh, two yeah. by two row, mm -hmm. and it makes four. That's one of them, and you fire fire that, and then its alt ability is it has a shove ability, so you can like mm -hmm. push people into like saws or like off a cliff, mm -hmm. and it's pretty cool. Um, I'm not gonna go into too much detail, otherwise we'd be here for five years. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the special abilities for you. Like I stated, there are hundreds of weapons uh, in TF2. 
but also, the game has cosmetics. You can't have a game without cosmetics nowadays. Uh, in crates that you can get for playing the game, and you use keys to open them. Each item has its own rarity. Uh, there are these things called uh, unusuals. Unusuals have some sort of special effect on them. Like, it could be on, on fire, or it could have, like, uh, the Valve logo circling around it. It's They're pretty rare, and they usually sell for quite a bit of money. Um, the most expensive one, which uh, sold for around six grand. Six grand? Yes, six grand. And it was a hat. Uh, that, of course, being the Burning Team Captains. Um... For now, that's all we have for Team Fortress 2. Otherwise, I don't want to take this on for too long. We've already been through about five minutes, and I usually want to keep these under under around 45. I don't need this thing to go on for an hour. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I heard you comment on that a hat sold for six grand. Six grand for, six grand. for the hat. Yes, it's called the Burning Team Captains. For the Burning Team Captains Do you want hat. me to show you uh, an image? Yes, I would like it's, to see the um, six grand hat. Burning Team burning. Captains. I can't spell. But it's essentially this TF2 hat. Mm -hmm. That's like an army general hat, but it's like on fire. So hold on. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, burning team. Here we go. Burning flames team captains on backpack.tf. Uh, this is essentially what it looks like. It's just like a army general hat with like uh, wings on top of it. Okay. And it's on fire. This is like, this was one of the best selling things ever and look there's one on here for 7600 keys keys are essentially like the tf2 version of money right okay. keys sell for about 247 so if you do the math what's 2.47 times 7600 think of it off the top of your head I, you're, I'm not doing the math. <laughs> you're not going to do the math? I'm not going to... Listen, I can, do tr I, can, I can do what's in my transitional math class, and that's it. Well, you oh. got about uh, $18,000. Oh. I know. It's, it's a lot, but give or take a factor of the website wanting to take a portion and stuff. Yes. So you got about like a seven dollars $8,000 item right there just for a video game. I was talking with our guest the other day on the last episode, Rashith. Mm -hmm. uh, you might know him. Uh, and we were talking about, like, this item for Pokemon that, like, is expensive. Like, it's just $80 on its own, and it's just a minifigure that you, like, just have there sitting on your desk and collecting dust. Okay, but to be fair, I can understand spending money on minifigures. Minifigures you can understand, but cosmetics in a video game Listen, you can't understand? Maybe it's because I spent, like, $500 on a Hatsune Miku figure once. Of course you did. <laughs> It's my favorite figurine. I know it is. But, like, <laughs> for in-game, in, in game, people like to look special, right? And they want different cosmetics. And okay. so hats aren't the only thing that can have um, an unusual on them. I think, uh, like, chess cosmetics can, but I'm, I'm not sure. But, yeah, cosmetics are, like, the big thing in TF2. Right. And they sell for thousands of dollars. I think the most expensive thing I have on my account would be a Sub-Zero uh, suit for Demoman and the Pyro, mm -hmm. and that's going for about, like, 20 bucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, like, the most expensive thing I have. That, that... And it's not very expensive at all. 
that's fair. It's 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 unfair. Oh. Oh, I am sad now. Oh. You said you were sad. I'm not. I'm not sad. You said you don't were think sad. I'm sad. Anyway, <laughs> back on track. Uh, today's money maker. Uh, now staying on the topic of Call of Duty, we have of course Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was the highest money maker among console games in 2020, bringing in 1.9 billion USD. Call of Duty Warzone is the most popular game of 2020 and 2021 so far. Just like any other Battle Royale, your goal is to be the last one alive, yada yada yada. You might be asking now, but Michael, Warzone free to play, how does it make so much money? Well, first of all, shut up. Okay, <laughs> stop questioning me. And then secondly, it's all about the in-game purchases. You know, battle pass, skins for your guns, new blueprints, kill moves, taunts. People love to spend money and look different. It's in people's nature to stand out from the crowd. Warzone has just had a new season with new battle pass, new items in the shop. So I am like 80% sure. I'm not sure where the other 20% is going, but I'm 80% sure that it's going to hit the $2 billion mark by the end of 2021. It, it, it has to. They, they, they have, they've had their Halloween season and they still got the Christmas season to bring out a bunch of themed items, which will no doubtably bring them shit tons of money. So, uh, what did you think? What would you do if you had $1.9 billion? If I had that much money, I would not be a starving artist. <laughs> if I had that much money, I would put myself through college. Tim really needs to go to college. <laughs> I do need to go to college. You're not a starving artist. That's that's true. I'm stealing your money today. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're stealing 30 bucks off me for pay. Yeah. Uh, Commissions. Yay. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, it's back on topic, but, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like I was talking to you about with TF2, it's all about the in-game purchases that mm -hmm. people will pay for. They yeah. want to look different. You know, if you were in-game and you looked exactly the same as a hundred other people, do you think you would ever stand out? Do you think anybody would ever notice you? No, that wouldn't be fun. Exactly. So that's why you go into, that's, that's why you go into the, the uh, store and you purchase, like, uh... I'm not gonna say rose skin because rose skins suck, but you're gonna purchase like uh, the, the the like scream or like the ghost face that they just had mm. in the Halloween update. You want to look different from everybody, and plus, the more things you buy and the longer older your account is, the more value your account's gonna have. You know, okay. and that's the thing. You want to have value to your account. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for today's tournaments, we have the Smash World Tour Ultimate Championship. You like Smash, don't you? Oh yeah, I really like Smash. <laughs> no, we're not going that way. Uh, this tournament is being held on December 17th through 19th, uh, 2021 in Orlando, Florida. It features a $75,000 USD prize pool. The first place winner will be receiving $20,000, with second getting thirteen, third getting eight, and fourth getting four k. Seems fair. You're going to sheesh that? No, I'm sheeshing for all of it. That's all a lot of money. I know it is. Uh, so far, there are at least 40 players in the upcoming tournament. There is also the counterpart to this, and that is the Super Smash Bros. Melee Championship, mm -hmm. which will also be receiving the same stats. Uh, this will be all available to you on, live on Twitch. Uh, now, the reason why today's tournament section is so short is because somebody in the marketing team decided, hey, let's pick a tournament that's a month and a half away. I'm, I'm looking at you, Becky. I'm looking at you. Yeah, Becky. Yeah, Becky. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. 
sorry. I was not expecting to hear you do a valley girl voice today. I'm, I'm, I'm good with my voice impressions. Listen, Becky, you gotta understand that the Jared isn't gonna want you if you're looking like this, okay? I'm gonna cry. Don't start crying. Then I need to mop the floor. Today's podcast is sponsored by the BACC, otherwise known as the Bloomington Area Career Center. They offer multitudes of classes for years for you students interested in culinary arts. They have a class. Want to learn how to build and keep your very own PC? They have a class for that. Um, oops, sorry. Uh, Want to work on cars? They got you a class. With 17 different schools partnering with the BACC, you might have a shot at enrolling. Check out the BACC website for more information. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Uh, today's random YouTuber is Mark Rober. Do you know who Mark Rober is? Uh, I might if you show me the face. Fine, I'll show you a face. Show me the, show me a face. Mark Rober, this guy. He's working on Team C's with Mr. Beast now. Oh, he looks like he makes those like YouTube videos that are like top 10 Fortnite streamers who've sworn. No, he's not <laughs> one of those guys. Uh, the famous YouTuber Mark Rober has almost 20 million subscribers and enjoyed YouTube October 20th, 2011. His first ever video was how to make a hole in your body using an iPad and a large iPhone for a Halloween costume. Uh, since then, that video has over 12 million views. His most popular video would be his 15-ton jello pool. He, 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 so you know those YouTube videos of like people who are like, oh, I made a pool out of Jello. Mm -hmm. This guy literally went through the seasons of the year to find the perfect week of temperature to freeze Jello in a pool he built outside his friend's house so they could swim in actual Jello. Could they jump on it like a trampoline? I mean, it's not like Phineas and Ferb where <laughs> they did that, but I mean, it was cool. Yeah, that um, was cool. Now, did I mention he used to work for NASA? What? Yeah, he's he made he helped make the Curiosity rover, and he quit to make YouTube videos. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, quit working NASA so he could make YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, what do you do? Oh, well, I'm a YouTuber. Oh, well, what what's your resume? I worked for NASA. Yeah, he he quit NASA so he could make YouTube videos for the internet. You know what? Live your dream. <laughs> In his latest video, he made the world's largest elephant toothpaste, reaching a height of 250 feet. He's made some amazing creations that you're definitely going to go have to check out on his channel. Right. But um, another thing he's made, he's made like this ninja warrior course for like squirrels. So <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. He's made two of those videos. He's made the world's largest Nerf gun that shoots like bullets the size of my chest. Wow. And it, it, he's amazing. He's made the world's largest megaphone that can shatter glass. Oh, that's fun. Uh, he, he's made a bunch of things, and I think you should definitely go check him out. All right. You too as well, microphone people, you should, listeners, you should also go check him out. Yeah. Okay, so today's person-picked game is Battlefield 2042. Uh, here's an excerpt on the information we have for the game so far. <clears throat> Battlefield 2042 is the upcoming first-person shooter 
video game developed by DICE and published by Electronic Arts. It is the 17th game in the Battlefield series and is the successor to 2018's Battlefield 5. The game is supposed to be released on November 19th, 2021 for Windows, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Unlike recent Battlefield games, Battlefield 2042 will not have a single player campaign and will be the only and will only be multiplayer and it will feature cross-platform cross-platform play first for Battlefield. Now, Battlefield Communities is static for this game. It was originally released uh, supposed to be released back on October 22nd, but uh, in September they kind of announced that it had to be delayed by a month, saying that the dev team's inability to return to in-person office work due to COVID-19 all that kind of stuff was the main clause. Cause. Claus? Santa Claus. <laughs> so now it's being released on November 16th. Uh, the new game will have the stunning graphics of the past battlefields, but better. And there will be some new features, like the ability to put attachments on your gun while on the field. So no more needing to die and go back to the main menu, you put different attachments on. And the newest feature is natural disasters mid-game, like lightning storms, tornadoes, sandstorms, probably more that they haven't even shown. Uh, and all in all, new stuff. Of course, you can't have a Battlefield game without environmental destruction, so they will uh, look so good in 4K. Community can't wait for this game to come out, and neither can I. Now, sadly, I will tell you guys that uh, I can't play Battlefield 2042. What? My, my, my computer's graphics card isn't good enough. Oh. I, it's sad. I know. I need to buy like a 3080 or something, but those are still like $2,000. Sheesh. You don't realize how expensive computer parts are until you look them up on the internet. Oof. They are so expensive. But, like, what do you think? Uh, I think the natural disaster part sounds really cool. Like, the in-game natural disasters? Yeah, kind of like natural disaster survival on Roblox. <laughs> but, no, it, it'll be cool. There'll be, like, tornadoes on a certain map. And, like, there's this one map that the people have been playing in the beta. It's, like, this uh, map where you, like play on a NASA, like, research center, mm -hmm. and, like, mid-game, the rocket will come out of the hangar, and it'll, like, launch up into the air, and it'll be so cool. And you can, like, uh, in another trailer, uh, some guy took down this jet, and it crashed into the spaceship, and it blew everything up. Mm -hmm. So, it, not every game is going to be the same as the last one. Alrighty, for our today's final topic, we have, um... Our small indie game. Now, today's indie game isn't small. Now, it started out small, but grew in popularity. And that game is Bendy and the Ink Machine. Bendy and the Ink Machine is an episode-based first-person survival horror game developed and published by Kindly Beast, The Meatly Games, and LTD. Uh, released back in February of 2017. Uh, when the game first came out, it was overlooked. Not really big, you know. When the YouTuber Jacksepticeye played the game, it exploded, prompting other YouTubers to join in. The game was completed on October 27th, 2018. The main objective is to survive and escape Joey Drew Studios. Meet friendly and unfriendly faces along the way while it's trying not to die, of course. You don't want to die. Dying is not fun, trust me. I've been through it before. Ugh. There's Little nothing, it's just darkness. No light! God is not real! Little known fact, Michael's actually a cat and has nine lives. Oh yeah, bro, I've... On my third life, though. <laughs> 
Um, there is a bunch of hidden lore aspects covered by multiple YouTubers. Uh, I'm talking about you game theory. Uh, one very special aspect of the game is the tan and black color scheme. So it's not black and white, but it's not in like full color. The game is available on Steam for $19.99 and a separate game slash prologue game called Boris and the Ink Machine, or sorry, B Boris and the Ink Machine, Boris and the Dark Survival for $2.99. So, what do you think about this? What do you think about Benny and Ink Machine? Have you played it? Well, not to be, you know, a cool hipster guy, but, like, I was into Benny and the Ink Machine before Jacksepticeye played it, when it, because I was in middle school when it came out. Of course you were. <laughs> of course I was, and I was a cringy middle schooler, and I really liked the game, and I was, like, very, you know, because I was cringy, I was very into it, and I was very, very, like big about it and I would draw nothing but Bendy and the Ink Machine. Haha, ha, nerd. I was a nerd and I still am. <laughs> you weren't afraid of the game? I wasn't scared of it because I had grown up, you know, like once you grow up with Five Nights at Freddy's, you're not really that scared of things. <laughs> I mean, true. But even then when I was little, I was still terrified of Five Nights at Freddy's. That's fair. It, it revolutionized the horror scheme, you know? It totally did. Yeah. Uh, anything else you got to say about, you know, Bendy and the Ink Machine? Um, I really love the art style. I'm a huge fan of the art direction in that game. Do you own the game? I do not own the game. I've only watched people play it. Okay. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? There's this uh, secret door that people have been talking about. You oh. know, I forget the logistics of it, but like the the it's some sort of secret door leads to give you an achievement. I don't know. But, like, the ending... Have you seen the ending of the game? I actually never saw the ending. You haven't seen the ending? No, because I just kind of grew out of it. So, yeah, I shouldn't spoil it for you. All right. Don't spoil it for okay, me. Okay, well, I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> Great. Okay, so, okay. no, I'm joking. I won't do that. <laughs> I'm not that mean. Besides, it's Thursday. It's not Wednesday. That's true. It's not No Mercy Wednesday. You're lucky we didn't record yesterday. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, <laughs> Anywho... Uh, I guess, I guess that's what we got for Bendy. Any, you got anything else to add? It's a cool game. Cool game, that's it. Just cool game. I want a plushie of Bendy. I think it's really cute. You want I a plushie? Bendy plushie? I want a blend, Bendy, Blendy. I want a, English, please? I want a Bendy plushie. They're very cute. Yeah. And did you know that, uh, guy's actually in the game? Really? Yeah, he get, he's, uh, one of the voice actors for... Oh, wait, I think I did know that. Yeah, he, he's on one of the tape recordings. Yeah. He, and coincidentally, when they put him in the game, they called him Sean Flynn, which oh, is yeah, his actual is, name. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I guess that's all we have for Benny and the Ink Machine. Oh, uh, yay, here we go, people. Today, this is the final outro. Yay. Why are you yaying? This oh. is sad time. <laughs> I'll, I'll cry instead. <laughs> no, then I have to start mopping up the floor and I get in trouble. No, oh, well then I'll kind of just like, I'll do the crying face, but I won't actually have any tears. Cry emoji. Cry emoji. <laughs> I, I did the same thing with Rashith. I was like, yay. And then I told him, hey, why are you yay? I, pull, <laughs> I pulled a 180 on you. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, so yeah, this is where we have to end today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and I'll see you next time on the Gaming News Podcast. Uh, good night, everybody. Say good night, uh, Casper. Good night, everybody. Yeah, some sort of stage stage play. <laughs> I, I tried to do my best um, Yako Warner impression. Of course you did. <laughs> Animaniacs, those are the facts. <laughs> Goodbye, people. Uh, stay frosty. Uh, Bravo 6, going dark. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>